the longest-running off-road and action motorsports radio show on the planet is coming to you live with the biggest guest in motorsports. Here is the only man on the planet who can pack this much dirt slinging and tire slaying into two hours a week. Sit back, strap in, and be prepared to get your ears blown. Here is Jim Beaver and the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Welcome to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Jim Beaver here again, locked and loaded in the house for another two hours of action motorsports radio. And uh, yeah, I'm just uh, getting back amongst the living. I was out at the uh, kickoff to the month of May, the Indianapolis Grand Prix there at Indianapolis Motor Speedway on the Yard of Bricks. I guess uh, in the Brickyard, right? Yard of Bricks, Brickyard. Anyways, I don't know. That's a way to butcher your intro right there. But, yes, I was out at the uh, the iconic, the legendary Indianapolis Motor Speedway catching up with some of my favorite IndyCar drivers, which means, yes, you guessed it, we've got a lot of IndyCar coverage today. Actually, and next week as well, probably the week after that. You know, it's the month of May. you got to talk about IndyCar, especially if you're a big Indy fan like me. So, uh, yes, we do have that. we got a lot to talk about. About the power ranking shenanigans. We got Tiffany Stone in the house. She's going to be uh, uh, taking us through, um, I don't know, uh, her wacky adventures, talking about some of the off road headlines, some of the big news coming out of the world of off road. So, uh, yeah, looking at the guest lineup today. Obviously, like I said, we got uh, Tiffany Stone. We got power rankings with Chris Leone. All that coming up in hour number two. But hour number one, we got a trio. That is one, two, and three big interviews. Some of the biggest names in IndyCar. We have the rookie phenom, Colton Herta. He's going to be uh, on the show today. I recorded that out at Indianapolis Motor Speedway. We're going to talk about his big win there at Circuit of the Americas and uh, all that's going to be happening uh, you know, in 2019 and his first, uh, I guess his first run at the Indy 500. Uh, we've also got the legend, Sebastian Bourdais. Uh, you know, obviously he's a four-time IndyCar champion back in the champ car days, uh, went and did Formula One or Formula One for a couple of seasons, and uh, you know he is always wicked, wicked fast at uh, the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Stoked to have Sebastian Bourdais back on the show. It's been a couple of years since we've had him, and then one of my favorite guests never disappoints. We have Mister Hinchtown himself, James Hinchcliffe. He'll be on the show today as well, uh, talking, uh, I don't know, talking whatever Hinge wants to talk about. So, trio, big guests, all that and more coming at you today on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. You want extreme performance, reliability, and the most fun you can have on four wheels? The Polaris Razor brings it to you. But you don't need to take my word for it. You can take theirs. I'm Tanner Faust, and I choose the Polaris Razor because it's the most fun you can have with a steering wheel. What's up? I'm Ronnie Renner, and I choose Polaris Razor because it's the sickest, most reliable side-by-side on the planet. What's up, everybody? Heavy D from Diesel Brothers. Listen, I'm on Team Razor because it's hands down the best piece of machinery on the planet. I'm RJ Anderson, and I choose Polaris Razor because it's the most fun, most capable machine. Action sports stars, TV personalities, and some of the best race car drivers in the world all choose Polaris Razor because it's the ultimate combination of power, suspension, agility, and fun. Find out more information on the web at PolarisRazor.com or follow at Polaris Razor on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and use the hashtag RazorLife to share your story. 
Whether you're looking for a tire that balances high-performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in wet and dry conditions, or a summer performance tire designed with a driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has you covered. From the all-new G-Max RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire will get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. General Tire, cruising with a down and dirty radio show since 2012. Ford WP is more than a store. We're truck and Jeep experts and have been for over 50 years. From wheel and tire upgrades to full custom builds, Ford WP has you covered. Whether you want to order the best parts online or shop in store, do the work yourself or get it done by a pro, all roads lead to Ford WP. Do your rig right. Shop online or find your store at 4WP.com. Hey, this is Jim Beaver, host of the Down and Dirty Radio Show. Getting down and dirty on the racetrack is all fun and games until it's time to get the dirt off. I know it all too well, which is why I partnered with MotoShield Pro, the leaders in nanotechnology solutions on the racetrack and in off-road to combat mud and dirt buildup on my vehicles. MotoShield Pro keeps us from taking unnecessary damage and spending extra energy on cleaning. No matter the weather or the surface, having proper protection on all my vehicles saves me plenty of reprep time in a sport where every second counts. Prep your vehicle like a pro learn more at motoshieldpro.com when looking for a new wheel for your off-road vehicle car truck or utv the choice is easy you choose what the pros use rob mccachran keegan kincaid and myself jim beaver all exclusively use vision wheel whether we're dominating baja taking the cup at crannon or shredding utvs vision wheels trend-setting designs and durability will set you apart from the competition and your friends check out visionwheel.com or at vision wheel on social media to learn more like what you hear? Catch all the back episodes of the Down and Dirty Radio Show on Apple Podcast, and be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Holy shit! Oh, shit. oh man, that was a hell of a ride. Go check out mymedic.com for the best first aid kits on the planet. And save 15% with discount code Jim Beaver. Again, mymedic.com, discount code Jim Beaver, and save 15%. It's cheaper than a fuel. Mymedic.com, yes, don't die. Mymedic.com, some of the best first aid kits on the market. Doesn't matter what you do, uh, they're going to have you locked in, whether you're an off road racer like me or, I don't know, just soccer bomb. Hunter, outdoorsman, fisherman, surfer, wakeboarder, motocross racer. Um, I don't know. Whatever you got, uh, they got you dialed in. Check them out. Use coupon code Jim Beaver, 15% off. And, uh, yeah, so this past weekend I was uh, out at the Indianapolis Mota Speedway. And um, what uh, what an awesome event. You know, I get a lot of people go, why do you go to the Indy GP? Why don't you go to the Indy 500? Well, I've been to Indy 500 qualifying and such. And, um, you know, the big thing is, is it's so big. Like anything run in Indianapolis Motor Speedway, we know it's like it's a big deal, right? Um, I, you know, Indy GP, not quite as big as, um, say, the 500. Uh, we're not even close to the 500, but uh, some of the other events there. But, you know, the big thing is, is that a lot of media don't go. They don't cover it. So if you're like me and you're looking to get FaceTime with the drivers and the top drivers in the sport, 
you go on the GP weekend because there, there's more time availability. There's less media. It's a, a little bit more relaxed. Not that any IndyCar weekend is relaxed, but it definitely is uh, in comparison to uh, the 500. So, um, you know, that's why we're able to uh, knock out a bunch of interviews, get some great content and such. So, uh, yeah, you guys are going to see that today. But uh, I, I just love Indianapolis Motor Speedway, you know, and uh, I got to give a big shout out to my good friend Robbie Fast, who is a spotter for uh, Ganassi Racing. Um, Actually, Scott Dixon spotter. Uh, he invited me up on top of the pagoda, and you know the pagoda. It's it's one of those places you just don't get to go. Um, doesn't matter what credentials you have, you just don't get to go. Um, but the truth is, is, I was with Robbie Fast, who is a uh, spotter, right, in IndyCar, and he's been for a long time, and he's well respected. So he helped get me up on top of the pagoda. You you got to know somebody to get up there. Um, and uh, you know he invited me up there. He wanted me to kind of get a feel for things, check it all out, and. Uh, I got to say, you get up there and it's absolutely insane, the view. You guys can see um, like some of the pictures. You can see the entire track there. Um, and especially for the GP, you can see it's the best place to watch it. Um, you know, it's funny, too, because you're up there. You don't realize you're protected, right, at the uh, uh, when you're at a race, right? Um, but there's snipers up there on top of the pagoda. Yes, snipers. Um, and it's one of those things, they don't advertise it, you know, but you're up there and there's snipers and you start thinking, you're like, oh, wow, you know, and, uh, it's like hidden in plain sight too. They're up there. Um, but, and, and you can actually see them if you're really, really looking, but you got to really be looking. And uh, I guess I'd never really looked before, but, um, you know, you start thinking about it and like a shot across, uh, if there was somebody bad there, right. It's like, a you know, what is it in Indianapolis Motor Speedway? It's a couple miles around. So, you know, if you're going to take a shot from like the Pagoda all the way to like turn number three or something like that, um, man, that's probably a mile long shot. You know, you damn well better have a sniper if you're going to make that shot, right? So, um, I don't know. It was just uh, an amazing, amazing view up there, but it put into perspective a lot of things. I bet you, you know, whether you're at a football game or whatever you're at there, I bet you there's there's more, there's snipers more often than not. We don't think about it, but uh, if you uh, are a sniper and you're listening to the show, thank you for what you do. Uh, it's kind of nice to know that we're protected. But um, the rad part was I was up there, you know, and uh, Indy's this weird place where legends just it's like you get the zombie horde chasing people down. It's crazy. Like people will wait five hours to get a glimpse of a driver. It's nuts what happens at, at the Indy, you know, at, at Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Um, and you've got a legend like Rick Mears, right? Guy has won Indy 500 countless times, one of the most accomplished IndyCar drivers ever. And uh, he's now, um, you know, a spotter for Penske, right? And everyone's like, why would he spot? Well, I get why he would spot because, uh, man, you get to hide out up on top of the building with the best view in the place and uh, uh, and you don't have to wade through all the crazy rabid fans, you know? Um, but the the best part, one of my best parts of the weekend, I had a lot of great, uh, you know, great times and a lot of fun stuff happened. Had to hit up St. Elmo's. Yes, if you haven't been there, uh, you definitely should. Uh, it's the place to eat in Indianapolis. But um, anyways, uh, I got to talk with Rick Mears. And uh, Rick, you know, he's Baja champion. He's an off-road guy, right? So I got a chance to talk with him for like five, ten minutes. Like nobody around on top of the pagoda, nobody bothering him. And just talking about off-road and Baja. And he wanted to talk about his Chenoweth buggies. And, you know, and he was it was funny because he was telling me, he's like, you know, I've been reading on this new uh, this new Fox suspension, this electronically controlled suspension. And, um, 
you know, and he's like, and he's like, you know, he's like these trophy trucks now. And, you know, he knows I race a trophy truck, but he's like, you know, the trucks you guys race now. He's like, they've got this new technology coming in that I know about. Um, but he's like, it drops the truck down. So like if you're on a high speed section or, you're, you know, are the greater roads or you're on a dry lake bed in Mexico, he's like, you can drop the truck like 11 inches. And, uh, you know, and he's like, and that way it's more aerodynamic. And he's like, you know, it handles better at speed and you can go faster. And, you know, he's telling me all this. And then he goes, he goes, you realize, he's like, when I have my old class one channel with, he's like, we didn't even have 11 inches to start with. He's like, you guys are able to lose 11 inches and still have a good truck. He's like, how does that work? He's like, we never had 11 inches to begin with. He's like, if I would have had 11 inches, he's like, he's like, life would have been so much better. And it was just funny, you know, hearing this uh, IndyCar legend. All he wanted to do is talk about off-road. Um, but uh, truth is, it was, uh, he made a, he made some valid points. But uh, uh, Rick Mears just... Uh, Oh man, fun, fun, fun guy to talk to. Um, you know, he just he loves off road. You know, it's funny you get a guy like that, and he still to this day keeps tabs on everything that's happening in the off road industry, um, which I think is something uh, something really really rad. You know, and uh, but I, you know, you look at Jimmy Johnson, and uh, he's he's follows a bunch of off road accounts, right? Um, I would say probably Rick Mears, Jimmy Johnson, and Robbie Gordon, probably the three of most iconic. Um, guys to come out of off-road into, um, you know, into uh, regular motorsport or, I guess, traditional motorsport. And we all know Robbie sticks around. But, uh, yeah, you know, Jimmy Johnson, he's still, you know, he follows, you know, off-road accounts, Kyla Duke, some of his – some people. And, uh, you know, it's just uh, – it's interesting the way uh, way that works, man. You, 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 if you've ever been an off-road driver, um, you know, you uh, – you, you've – you can't leave it, you know. It's you always got to come back. You're always thinking about it, wanting to go back. You know, there, there's always some something drawing you back to the sport of off road. It's kind of kind of interesting the way uh, that works. But uh, yeah, NDGP, uh, fun fun time. Uh, we'll talk about it more. You know, the rest of the show. Obviously, we got Hinch, Harda, Sebastian Bourdais, uh, some amazing amazing talented drivers on the show this week, and um, looking forward to those interviews. Um, but yeah, uh, we got a lot of segments, lots of talk today. Uh, if you guys are just tuning in or um, you know just finally uh, making your way to the show or just flipping the dial in national syndication uh, if you got questions for me um, I don't know I know IndyCar uh, we got first practices right now at Indianapolis Motor Speedway going on I uh, hear I'm watching Twitter as we speak so if you got questions hit me up at Jim Beaver 15 but um, yeah I guess uh, Helio Castroneves session number one already dropped a 228 in practice. Like, wow, where does that come from? Everybody starts out low 220s, works their way up. Helio 228, like, boom, I am here. I'm going for the pole this weekend. Bring it. Like, I don't know. If there's not a statement run in session number one at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, then to drop a 228, I don't know what is. Statement by Helio Castroneves. So, um, crazy. Just mind-blowing, actually, how fast that is and how he was – able to do that so ridiculously quick like you know that's something you might see later in the week people start approaching that but like he's trimmed out ready to roll and they haven't even fine-tuned that car man like is he gonna is he gonna pull 230 like wow a 228 this early so uh yeah i know you're probably listening to this and you're probably watching uh indycar uh uh indycar practice at uh, ims as we speak but uh yeah we're uh 
Uh, we are live and we're rolling here. And uh, obviously, James, Hinch- James Hinchcliffe uh, up next on the show. We're going to take a short break, but uh, you got anything? And I promise we're going to talk some off-road uh, You know, later on in the show. We're going to get to that and a whole lot more um, right here today on the Down and Dirty Radio Show powered by Polaris Razor. So uh, make sure and stay tuned, man. It's going to be a fun, fun show. We're going to mix it up, shake it up, and uh, throw a lot at you guys uh, this week right here on the show. So, uh, yeah, we're going to take a short break. We come back. We'll have uh, James Hinchcliffe uh, pop it on the line right here in uh, your favorite Action Motorsports radio show. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517 800-932-5517 800-932-5517 Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Where do you want to go on a vacation or honeymoon? The Caribbean, Europe, Hawaii, Mexico? How about Disney or a cruise? At Superior Cruise and Travel, we've got you covered. We'll assign you your own travel concierge. They'll help you design a custom vacation plan that you can't find online. And the service is completely free. You can't compare the value of this to any other online travel company. We can help you plan a custom vacation anywhere in the world. We even offer payment plans with no credit card required. Now you pay off your vacation on your time schedule. Call now and mention the promo code RADIO and save up to $500. Book your custom trip. Call Superior Cruise and Travel now and talk to one of the highest rated travel agencies in the country with a 5-star A-plus online rating. 800-570-9631 That's 800-570-9631 Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Thanks for tuning in to the Down and Dirty Radio Show. Available live online in syndication on networks across the U.S. and available internationally on the American Forces Network. All right, we're back here on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. 
on this Tuesday edition. Yeah, I guess I, I guess I could slide some plugs in for our, uh, our shows the rest of the week. I know we've got um, a big off-road show coming up tomorrow. Um, looks like, I haven't recorded it yet, but uh, potentially Justin Lofton going to be on the off-road show for a sit-down interview. And then Project Action this week, one that uh, never disappoints, always a ton of fun, Street Bike Tommy. Yeah, my boy Tommy, he is going to be on the show uh, this week on Project Action, catching up with him as well. So um, should be a couple of fun shows later on in the week. And, uh, man, we haven't even talked about it yet, but uh, Game of Thrones. Wow. Uh, if you're a fan of the show, you've uh, by now already seen the episode. So I, I would say if, if we're airing this live on a Tuesday and you consider yourself a Game of Thrones fan and you haven't seen it, like, this is not this is not a spoiler because like you if you were a fan you already watched that like seriously, um, but man can we talk about this for a minute? Who saw that coming? Like I think we all saw things gonna gonna get weird, but wow! Like I never never ever saw that coming. So um, yeah, it's. I don't know, man. Daenerys uh, full-on mag queen on us and just burnt the place to the ground. You want to talk about bringing the house down, uh, set the place on fire? Wasn't there? Uh, yeah, we <laughs> we won't even say that song. The roof, the roof, the roof is on fire. Yeah, um, Bloodhound Gang, right? Look that one up. Not one we can play on the air. Um, <laughs> yeah, FCC would not like that. Um, but anyways, uh, yeah, Game of Thrones. Woo. Uh, I would love to have your guys' predictions on what the heck's going to happen on Game of Thrones. Uh, at Jim Beaver 15 on social media. Hit me up. I would love to hear from you guys on uh, what your predictions are. What's going to happen in this last episode on Sunday? I'm anxious to see the ratings, right? Are we talking like – it's not going to be Super Bowl ratings, but you think these are going to be like NFL-style ratings or you know, on TV? Like how many people? 20 million? 30 million? How many people are going to tune in to watch a Game of Thrones finale? Probably one of the biggest TV moments in history is coming at us this Sunday. Like you wonder what uh, what the heck the viewership's going to be. Love to see that number afterwards, you know, live streams and everything else. Like it's going to be insane. Anyways, uh, yeah, moving on, we're going to talk some more uh, um, talk some more motorsports. And with that, uh, here's an interview that I did. My good friend, uh, one of my favorite drivers in the paddock, always, uh, always a, a fun guy to talk to. Always got a smile on his face. 90% of the time anyways. Uh, but all, just, just a great, great personality. Uh, James Hinchcliffe with, uh, Schmidt Peterson, uh, uh, motorsports. One of my favorite guys, guy I've got to know pretty well. And, uh, he's also got an amazing podcast. You guys ought to check it out, but, uh, here's Hinchtown, uh, this past weekend at the GP. All right, so we're catching up here with uh, James Hinchcliffe, and uh, I got to tell you, man, we we're already starting out. You're you're in some kind of good mood today, buddy. It's race day. I know for a guy that's uh, hacking up a lung all day and all night and starting twentieth, I'm not quite sure why I'm in such a good mood. But hey, we're at a racetrack. Let's go racing. We're, well, we're not just at a racetrack. We're at Indy, man. We're at the racetrack. So that being said, man, uh, you know we we got a lot to talk about GP, Indy 500, all that coming up. I mean, uh, last time I caught up with you was sometime mid-season last year. I mean, lots changed since then. I mean, I, uh, you know, I know uh, I know the whole team was really excited about 2019. Uh, you know, kind of take us through the season so far. I know, you know, it's kind of been up and down. Probably some of the results you guys didn't want, but I mean, how are you guys looking at 2019? Because I know momentum you guys had in 2018 was insane, and you know, looking to carry it into this year. And you know, you guys are still one of the premier teams. It's just, you know, take us through the season. You know, thus far. Yeah, I mean, I think if we summed it up in a word, it would be solid. You know, it's not been exceptional in any in any stretch, uh, but we haven't had a lot of things go our way. You know, we've had actually quite a few things work against us, but we kind of just keep ticking off these these solid results. And you know, last year you talk about the momentum we had coming into May. We were fifth in points. 
uh, coming into May this year without that sort of hype behind us, we're sixth in points. So it's, you know, it's still been a pretty solid start, even with the problems at Coda getting hit by Felix there and, um, you know, it's just not having yellows fall away, whatever it's been. So uh, we still need that little bit of pace, that little bit of something special to kind of get up there and, and fight with the big, big guys day in and day out. But the team's executing pretty well uh, across the board, and we just need to keep our heads down on race days and uh, try and keep doing well. So, you know, that being said, obviously we're here uh, at the GP. You talked about qualifying not potentially, you know, going the way you wanted. You know, it, it's weird, especially with the GP, because, I was, you know, you look at times, and, I mean, it's such narrow margins here, man. I mean, it's, you know, it's one one-tenth of a second can drop you seven, eight spots. Crazy, man. Yeah, it's incredibly competitive. But, you know, it's kind of been like that everywhere. It's it's just such a competitive year in the IndyCar Series right now. And yeah, in qualifying, you know, we had, we had decent pace on blacks in practice, but the reds, we just couldn't get them switched on. And, and like you say, just a couple tens drops you down a bunch of spots. And uh, it's unfortunate. You know, obviously Jack uh, did a great job to get in the fast six, but, you know, no Andretti's made it out of Q1. Three of the four Penske's didn't make it out of Q1. It's it's It was a weird day yesterday, and we were just kind of caught up in it. Well, isn't that kind of the sum of IndyCar this year, though? It's like it, it's anybody's game, any any particular track. Nobody's jumped out and said, hey, we're, we're the team to beat, you know? A thousand percent. You know, I mean, I think uh, obviously Joseph and Alex have done a great job through the first four races, but uh, neither one of them are starting particularly great today. It'll be interesting to see how everybody executes this afternoon, but uh, you're right. I mean, we've had different winners at every race, and uh, it's just coming down to whoever executes the best on a Sunday because there are plenty of guys lined up to capitalize on any little mistake or weakness you guys have. So that being said, we got to talk a little bit about the Indy 500 coming up. And uh, um, I know, I guess, you know, the 10,000-pound gorilla in the room is, is, you know, it's like, you know, you obviously didn't have the Indy 500 you wanted last year. You know, it's how are you approaching this year a little bit different after what you experienced. You know, that's one of those things no driver ever wants to have to go through, you know, and you found yourself on the outside looking in. How are you approaching this month a little bit different? Uh, honestly, I'm trying not to because if you started thinking too much about last year, you guys, you can get in your own head, and our team has, has well and truly moved on from what happened in 18. We know what happened. We know why it happened. Uh, we've prepared ourselves as we would any month of May. You know, you, you go through into the off season, you – you work harder. You try and find more places to find an advantage and find a bit of speed. And uh, and we did the same thing, as everybody else will live in the field as well. But, you know, this is a team that a couple years ago we were on pole. So I don't think we need to change anything too drastic. I think last year was a, a series of unfortunate events that all sort of came together in a perfect storm. And uh, we're heading into this month as we approach every month. Heads down, dedicated, uh, pushing ourselves, pushing our equipment. And we just want to try and start up front and obviously win this race. Well, you know, and talking about, you know, Indy, it's first oval on, uh, you know, on the calendar this year. I know years past, you know, you've had Phoenix or, or various other ovals that come before this round. I mean, does that affect you guys? You're going to the biggest race of the year, you know, and it's like you haven't had, you haven't had the, you know, car and oval spec aside from testing, uh, you know, before Indy. Yeah, I think so. I mean, it certainly is going to affect, uh, you know, the rookies more than anything. It's going to be harder for Marcus than if we had had, you know, a race beforehand. Um, but at the same time, you know, he's shown, uh, he's shown he, he, he got pretty comfortable on the oval pretty quickly. So I don't think it'll be uh, too big a deal. Obviously, this one we get, you know, 40 hours of practice compared to like three hours of practice everywhere else that we go. Uh, so I think it'll be uh, I think it'll be enough time for everybody to kind of blow the dust off and get into oval, you know, oval form and oval trim. And hopefully we can put on a good show for the fans. So that being said, we're here at, uh, you know, the GP kicking off, you know, the entire month. I mean, you know, th this one, I know you talk with some other drivers and it's like, man, we just kind of want to get through this, get to the Indy 500. But, you know, it's at that point, you know, like you said, everything, it's anybody's game this year. Points are still up for grabs. I mean, how do you approach this race and then, you know, and then, you know, moving forward the entire month? 
It's one of the biggest challenges we have, honestly, because you can't ignore the GP. It's still a race. There's still 50 points on the line. It's uh, it's just as important as anywhere else that we go, and it's so easy to get distracted by the 500 coming up and uh, trying to switch focus a little bit too soon. And that's one of the, like I said, it's one of the big challenges for teams and drivers. So, you know, we've got, we, we know where we are, we know what we've got coming up, but we're just trying to stay focused on today. We've got to get through today. We want to head in to practice week with a little bit of momentum uh, from uh, from the GP, and, and hopefully we can pull that off. So I got, I got to ask, you know, now the fun stuff. I know you guys had a uh, few weeks off between, uh, you know, between Long Beach and now uh, the GP. I know you like to have fun. You got your podcast going on. I know last year you jumped into the water at the Long Beach Aquarium. I mean, what's Hinch been doing for fun the past couple of weeks? Uh, <laughs> well, Becky and I have been renovating the house, so I've been uh, cleaning up stuff and opening boxes and moving furniture and making just being making runs at Home Depot. Yeah, I mean, we're just basically, I've been very domestic the last couple of weeks. So it's been nice not traveling anywhere, but it's been far from relaxed. Let's put it that way. Yeah, sometimes you're like craving, hey, I need to get back to the racetrack. I don't like this I'll domestic get back stuff. To work. Get me back to work. Yeah, it's like idle hands. You're like, no, I can't do this. Yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. All right. Well, I appreciate the time, Hinch, man. Uh, always fun catching up. And uh, I guess I guess Hinchtown is now uh, Indianapolis this week, right? Absolutely. We are we are based at roughly 16th of Georgetown for the next few weeks. So come stop by and say hello. All right. Thanks, James. Thanks, man. Always a pleasure. All right. That was Hinchtown. Uh, James Hinchcliffe. Uh, big shout out to my friends at uh, SPM uh, for helping set that up. And um, Hinch, always fun having him on on the show. Uh, never never disappoints, that's for sure. Uh, one of my favorite uh, personalities in the paddock. And uh, like I said, if you actually, I mean, if you're into uh, not just motorsport, but just uh, podcasts in general, um, like pop culture, whatever, the 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 podcast that Hinch and Rossi have is ridiculously good. I mean, like really, really good. Um, definitely worth uh, worth subscribing to, worth the download. They didn't, it's not just like IndyCar talk. They do talk about IndyCar, but uh, they talk about pop culture and a bunch of other stuff. Like it's become uh, become one of my favorite podcasts. Worth uh, worth the subscription over there on iTunes. Um, if you're a podcast person, you know you can binge listen to them and things like that. So definitely uh, definitely check that one out uh, when, if and when you have the chance. Um, but yeah, so. Yeah, Hinchtown, uh, things, uh, I don't know, he, he had kind of an up and down run there at the at the GP. Obviously, things ultimately didn't quite work out the way he wanted them to. But um, I got to say, you know, going into uh, going into the Indy 500, you got to think, uh, you know, he's definitely one of, uh, one of I don't want to call him a dark horse because, uh, you know, he's a guy you think about a lot. But I would say, uh, you know, after what he went through last year, this guy is going to have a chip on his shoulder. He doesn't want to be that outside looking in type of guy. Like my guess is this guy is going to be on a mission and he's going to be one of the guys to beat at Indy this year. Uh, none of this bubble stuff. Like I think he's going to qualify in early and he is definitely going to be a uh, a threat to take the victory. I don't know if he'll be fast nine good, but I think that uh, wouldn't surprise me if he was. Uh, but I think Hinch is definitely one to watch as uh, the next couple of weeks play out uh, at Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Definitely uh, one of my picks uh, to be a, a front runner uh, in the month of May, uh, one way or another. Um, definitely, uh, definitely after last year, outside you know outside looking in, he'd never want to be in that position again. So we're going to take a uh, short break. We come back here on the down. Dirty Radio Show powered by Polaris Razor. We're going to have the uh, rookie phenom Colton Hurton, Col- Colton Herta, and uh, the legend Sebastian Bourdais right here on the line. You want 
extreme performance, reliability, and the most fun you can have on four wheels, the Polaris Razor brings it to you. But you don't need to take my word for it. You can take theirs. I'm Tanner Faust, and I choose the Polaris Razor because it's the most fun you can have with a steering wheel. What's up? I'm Ronnie Renner, and I choose Polaris Razor because it's the sickest, most reliable side-by-side on the planet. What's up, everybody? Heavy D from Diesel Brothers. Listen, I'm on Team Razor because it's hands down the best piece of machinery on the planet. I'm RJ Anderson, and I choose Polaris Razor because it's the most fun, most capable machine. Action sports stars, TV personalities, and some of the best race car drivers in the world all choose Polaris Razor because it's the ultimate combination of power, suspension, agility, and fun. Find out more information on the web at PolarisRazor.com or follow at Polaris Razor on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and use the hashtag RazorLife to share your story. Anywhere is possible. It's more than just a slogan. Anywhere is possible with General Tire's wide variety of tires for whatever it is that you drive. Whether you're looking for off-road capability balanced with impressive on-road performance or ultra-high performance offering all-season traction designed with a driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has what you need to get where you're going. General Tire, providing anywhere is possible with a down-and-dirty radio show since 2012. Hey, this is Jim Beaver, host of the Down and Dirty Radio Show. Getting down and dirty on the racetrack is all fun and games until it's time to get the dirt off. I know it all too well, which is why I've partnered with MotoShield Pro, the leaders in nanotechnology solutions on the racetrack and in off-road to combat mud and dirt buildup on my vehicles. MotoShield Pro keeps us from taking unnecessary damage and spending extra energy on cleaning. No matter the weather or the surface, having proper protection on all my vehicles saves me plenty of reprep time in a sport where every second counts. Prep your vehicle like a pro. Learn more at motoshieldpro.com. Do you race or are you a weekend warrior? Have you checked on the date on your helmet recently? Don't get caught off guard by using an outdated helmet. Impact Racing, the leader in motorsport safety, has new SA 2015 helmets to fit your budget. Whether you're looking for a helmet with a full carbon fiber shell to take you to victory at the Indy 500 or just looking for some helmets for a weekend at Glamis, Impact Racing has a helmet for you. Find out more information at impactraceproducts.com or on Facebook at Impact Safety. When looking for a new wheel for your off-road vehicle, car, truck, or UTV, the choice is easy. You choose what the pros use. Rob McCachron, Keegan Kincaid, and myself, Jim Beaver, all exclusively use Vision Wheel, whether we're dominating Baja, taking the cup at Cranon, or shredding UTVs. Vision Wheel's trend-setting designs and durability will set you apart from the competition and your friends. Check out visionwheel.com or at Vision Wheel on social media to learn more. You're listening to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. All killer and no filler. All right, welcome back here to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. And uh, like I said, man, we've uh, we're knocking them out of the park this week right here on the show. So uh, this next segment, I was able to actually catch up with a couple of drivers. One, it's been a long time since I interviewed. One, uh, first time I've ever interviewed him. Um, it's kind of like the legend and the rookie here in this uh, next segment. Um, but, uh, yeah, Colton Herta taking the youngest driver to ever take an IndyCar victory. Took that victory at Circuit of the Americas earlier this year. And then you got Sebastian Bourdais, who is an absolute legend in motorsports. So I was able to catch up with uh, both of them, uh, both of them fun interviews. And um Looking forward to uh, looking forward to the future of Colton Herta. This kid, uh, I mean, we've watched him through Indy Lights and stuff like that become uh, just this amazing, amazing, talented driver, and uh, definitely looking forward to uh, seeing what the future holds for him. So uh, here is Colton Herta this past weekend out at the Indy GP. 
All right, we've got uh, Colton Hurdy here who, uh, I don't know, we're out here at the uh, GP, and I don't know, you got to say you got to be happy with the way things have been uh, going so far, huh? Yeah, we've been, we weren't too quick in, in practice one, actually, but, um, yeah, we were quick in practice two, getting ready for qualifying here in a little bit. Um, not really changing that much, if anything, maybe just some, some very, very, very fine-tuning and, and changing gears a little bit for, for the conditions maybe, but um, that's it. Well, that being said, I know this is, uh, I don't know, it's been an interesting year for you guys. New team, fresh start, and, uh, you know, I know uh, early on, I think you kind of had everybody kind of watching because you guys went to that first uh, test at Circuit of the Americas, and you were ridiculously quick, you know, and then I think everybody knew coming to that race, you know, you were one to watch, and you went in and uh, won that. How did that feel to get your first IndyCar win and kind of get that, that quick, kind of get that monkey off your back? Um, yeah, it was really good, and, uh, you know, is is that okay? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, it was it was really good to, like you said, get the monkey off the back, and and obviously it's it's not something that was like dwelling on me, like I had to do at that moment in time, because it was a it was you know third race in, um, so so you know obviously had a lot of time. Or second race in, wasn't it? Second race of the year. Second race of the year, and um, yeah, so so you know obviously in a rookie campaign you don't expect to be doing that well that quick and and by no means was i expecting or, or the team expecting that of me um but you know it's kind of like the perfect current of events and everything just came came together and it was you know like i said a perfect day pit stops were great the speed was there and and you know even a little bit of luck so that being said, we're moving in here. I mean, this is month of May. I know you as a, you know, you've been here before, you know, in Indie Lights and things like that. Obviously, growing up, you you know, you were here with your dad and things like that. I mean, you know, looking at things, I know a year ago, you know, this weekend, you took the win here in Indie Lights. You know, now fast forward a year, you're running in an Indie car. You know, how, how are you approaching this kind of, I guess, kickoff to the month of May, you know, and, and qualifying later today and just race weekend in general? Um definitely laid back you know we had a really good test here so i i kind of know that that we can be quick if we get it right um but it is a very quick event you know two days friday saturday uh two practice sessions today and we're getting into qualifying which which doesn't feel right you know it feels like we should have a night's sleep before we get in for qualifying but um you know obviously it's a good thing that they do it for mother's day but yeah just a little laid back definitely don't want want this weekend to, to get overlooked for the 500 or, or let the 500 distract us from this weekend because, you know, we still need points and, and we still need to do well. And, um, yeah, so just taking it, taking it one day at a time. Well, that being said, I think that, you know, this is an interesting year because, you know, talking about the 500, you know, it's it's actually the first oval on the calendar. Most years you've got Phoenix or you've got some oval, you know, to kind of prep yourself. You as a rookie coming in, I mean, the first one is the big one, you know. How, how, how is that for you, you know what I mean? Because obviously you haven't been in one of these Indy cars in, in oval, can, you know, an oval race quite yet. I mean, how are you approaching that just because it is going to be your first big oval race in, you know, Indy car series? Yeah, there's really no way to prep for it except for just get in and do it. You need to, to gain race experience from driving and gaining experience experience in the car um fortunately we do have a lot of practice time we get two weeks of practice before the 500 which we'll be able to run in behind cars and stuff and and um get the feel of the car between race trim and quality trim so i'm uh, not really too worried about it but definitely you know maybe out laps in laps uh that'll be something to look out for that i might not have quite have the pace on um quite yet well, and something like that, I mean, obviously, you know, you're, you got some veterans around you, but, you know, speaking of that, I mean, obviously you've got your dad, you know, and he's been here, he's raced. I mean, you know, is there things you rely on him where you can go and just pick his brain and ask him questions, you know? 
Yeah, him and um, Alan Jr., who works for the team, two-time IndyCar winner, uh, or two-time, sorry, 32-time IndyCar winner, two-time Indy 500 winner. Um, and, and yeah, he, he obviously knows a lot. My dad knows a lot. Two great sources to pick the brain of. Obviously, um, my dad's working for Marco, uh, who's been here a number of times. I think this is his 11th or 12th Indy 500. Uh, so I'll be able to pick his brain a bit as well. Um, but, yeah, plenty of resources for me to use. So, uh, you know, that being said, I know you got some uh, big announcements as far as sponsor, you know, a little bit, a uh, little bit different uh, look going into uh, this weekend. You know, that's got to have you guys excited. Yeah, we got guest biogas on the car and, and obviously uh, really excited to, to, to have them on the car for, for not only this weekend, but the rest of the year. Um, and, and obviously they'll be primary for the rest of the year and um, they're really doing great stuff. It's a clean biogas and uh, it's a bit of an alternative to, to fossil fuels. Um, so... You know, this is uh, something that's that's not only good for, for us as a team, but good for in the environment, so I'm all for it. So, uh, you know, all that being said, uh, obviously we're a few races into your rookie season. I mean, uh, you know, I, I think you had a good idea what to expect this year. I mean, anything that was unexpected as far as, uh, you know, the, this, uh, you know, the championship so far? Um, no, not really. Um, I think once we got through, like, the first round or two, and I kind of understood how the tires work throughout the race and, and how the tire dig happens, um, I think that helped me a lot. Um, so, so, yeah, I think um, once we kind of got through that phase, it actually less surprises started coming up, and I got more comfortable. Any tracks you're looking forward to, uh, I guess, outside of uh, month of May? Um, Detroit will be fun. Toronto, probably. Most looking forward to Toronto. Um, that's obviously a, a, a great event that they pull a lot of people to, and um, I love racing on the streets, and I love the, uh, the city as well. So, uh, you know, what's, uh, what's it going to take for you to put it on the pole? And then, uh, obviously, on race day, uh, you know, obviously uh, come away, I guess, would be considered back-to-back wins at the GP, even though uh, one lights, one uh, here. You know, that's, what's it going to take uh, to make this, you know, weekend victorious? It's going to take a lot of hard work, a lot of focus. Um, I'm up for it, though, and I know the team's up for it. The car's been great all weekend, um, so if we can just continue this trend. Uh, it's going to take a very good lap to get on pole, but uh, I think we have the car to do it. Um, but, you know, we'll just have to wait and see. All right, well, thanks a lot, Colton. Good luck. Thank you. Yeah, so right there we had uh, have the rookie, uh, which is interesting. Now we're going to roll right into an interview with the legend, Sebastian Bourdais. All right, so we're out here at IndyGB catching up with uh, Sebastian Bourdais. I know, uh, you know, things, uh, you guys just come off the last practice for the race. Uh, things seem to be uh, working pretty good for you guys right now. Yeah, I mean, it's always a little deceiving. There's push too fast. There's, you know, who put two sets of tires. We did, so I think we look a little better than we really are. Um, we've just been struggling a little bit, um, finding the right balance. But, uh, I mean, the race is a whole different animal, so... Uh, I guess we'll see. Uh, we'll see how things shake out. Um, just trying to get a good result for that Geico uh, Geico car. Yeah. Well, and that being said, this race in particular, I know uh, you know you know you've had uh, you've been able to run up front here in the past. I mean, you know, what makes this you know this track you know is it tough to pass? Is it easy to pass? I mean, is this one you know you've starting a little bit you know farther back? You know, you're going to have a fight to the front. How how is it to move through traffic here? It's not an easy uh, place to pass. You you think that with the long straights you, you can make moves and stuff, but uh, you know, you always run a little trimmed here, and uh, and it's tough to stay close and, and get yourself the opportunity. You, you tend to hurt the tires really quickly as well when when you're in traffic because you lose so much downforce. So it's it's usually not an easy uh, an easy place to pass. But uh, you know, a lot of the times the gaps are so small between the cars. There's really not that many corners. Uh, so 
you you really try to do the best you can to make moves, but it's tough to pass a car that's pretty much going the same speed you are. So um, really, as long as nobody qualifies seriously out of position, it it becomes a pretty tricky deal fairly quickly. Well, that being said, you know, you talked about, uh, you know, this season so far. And, uh, you know, you guys aren't too far out of it in the points. You guys have, you know, gathered some pretty good points. Uh, you know, this is the month of May. This is kind of the kickoff. This is the one that everybody likes to get through and then get to Indy 500 qualifying and that. But, you know, a lot of points on the line. How do you how do you approach this race knowing that you've got, you know, the month of May coming up and qualifying next weekend and that? One at a time. You know, it's it's this one's important. It's, it's an event. And then, uh, obviously... Next week we're going uh, we're going uh, for qualifying and hopefully we'll we'll have the speed. I think uh, Honda has made you know some serious gains, so hopefully uh, we we show that you know last year we were the fastest Honda and hopefully we can stay that way and uh, and make a little progress on one step at a time. If we do that, looking forward to a, a good result and then you know the 500 is always the. The, uh, the the peak of the the, the whole month and I, I don't know I mean it's gonna be it all depends so much on the weather um, you know you, you run the whole week then you don't almost run the next week and then you go racing so a lot of things can change last year was obviously extremely hot which which made it really tricky for everybody and made it a bit of a static race um, so We'll we'll just take this one, go through the Grand Prix, and and switch uh, switch focus for uh, for the Speedway. Well, you know, talking about the Speedway, I know two years ago you had a, a great run going, and then we know about you know the accident last year. You had an amazing run. I mean, when you approach qualifying, is it you know day one the most important? Get into that fast nine so you're locked in, and you know you know then, then you can actually go and fight for position, but you don't have to worry about anything else. You know, being that we know there's 36 cars this year and and everything else. Wow, I mean, you never know where you're going to be, but I mean, obviously, going, f- being the fastest Honda last year, you hope that you're going to have enough speed uh, to not really worry about making the field. Uh, then, for sure, if if you feel like you got a shot at the fast nine, you you definitely you know put the the foot down and really try very hard because, first of all, it's a security, and then second, now like you say, you can really start from from the the the, the tip of the the grid, so. It's it's a big plus, especially if it's if it gets really hot. You don't have to deal with so much traffic, and uh, yeah, well, like I said, I mean, we we haven't really switched modes yet, but uh, you know, looking looking forward to it, and, and hopefully we'll have, we'll have enough speed to uh, to be a contender again. Well, and you as a driver, you know, IndyCar season starts off a little bit a uh, little bit kind of slow. You know, it's you got a race and then a couple of weeks off a race. Now we're in this stretch where you've got you know GP. You've got qualifying, you've got the 500, you've got the Detroit double, you've got Texas. I mean, it's a lot of pressure on a driver and a lot, you know, of focus you got to keep. How do you approach this next, you know, five, six weeks where you're just on the road and in the car all the time? Yeah, well, for us, it's even worse because uh, it's eight weekends in a row starting mid-Ohio last week in the, the Ford. So, uh, yeah, there's Le Mans between uh, Texas and Road America. So it's, uh, yeah. Eight, eight weekends right uh, in a row, uh, so it's it's a big stretch. It's something we're pretty accustomed to. Though. I mean, it's been going on for a while now, so uh, yeah, no, nothing really new. But uh, yeah, it, it takes its toll for sure. You just gotta make sure that you uh, you recover enough, and then you got your sleep right and everything. But it's also what we love doing, so nothing nothing wrong with that. 
Well, looking at your career, obviously, you know, you've got uh, you've gone and raced Formula One. You've got, you know, you know, you went four straight championships there in Champ Car. I mean, what would an Indy 500 win? What would what would that be on uh, Sebastian Bourdais' uh, list of accomplishments? Well, it doesn't matter who it is. It's it's the pinnacle of your career. I mean, you know, you you win that. You win you win the 24 overall. You know, it's it's those mystic legendary races that just don't mean the same and don't count the same as the others so uh, yeah I mean you, you don't really even want to think too much about it but you know if it ever happens it's, it's going to be one of the greatest day you've ever had so uh, before we let you go one last question you know you uh, we got the GP start here you know you're starting back there uh, I believe 10th you know how do you approach the first lap is it go time try and you know try and pass a couple of guys right off the bat and kind of make your way towards the front well, you have to be aggressive. If you're not aggressive, you're going to get hit. So uh, you have to be on the move, make sure you don't hit anybody. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's always a bit big, of, big funnel down uh, turn one. So, and then it continues going to turn seven, too. So you, you have to be aggressive and, and control it. All right. Well, thanks a lot, Sebastian. Good luck today. Thank you. Sebastian Bourdais. This guy, it's one of those where every time I interview him, it's kind of uh, humbling. You look at this guy, and he's run Formula One. You got the four, uh, you know, Champ Car championships there. I mean, it was a Newman Haas, a big McDonald's sponsored car. Like this guy was legend, won so many races. Still one of the fastest guys on the grid. And you know, he he took those two years and went to Formula One. And you know, we've had this talk on the show before. Like I think his accomplishments alone put him up with the greats. But you know, he literally could have been the greatest of all time. I think if he wouldn't have gone and done that Formula One stint. Not that I disagree one one bit. You know, everybody wants. That's a driver wants to be in Formula One, and you know he can say he did that. Um, but man, you you got to think like this guy is going to go down as one of the greats ever. Uh, Could have been the greatest, you know, um, if he would have st- stayed here in uh, IndyCar. But uh, you know, water under the bridge at this point. Sebastian Bourdais, always an amazing interview. And uh, we're going to take a short break. We come back more on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Guys, you manscape right? You know, tidy up below the belt, trim the Yeti. Every guy knows the tree stands taller when the shrubs are trimmed. And 9 out of 10 women said that they prefer their men manscaped. But you got to use the right tools for the jewels or you look like you clear cut the forest with a machete. And nicks and cuts are the last thing the twins down south need. Pop over to my buds at manscaped.com and check out their Perfect Package 2.0 featuring the lawnmower, which is the perfect tool for below the waist grooming. And it's rechargeable and waterproof so you can use it in the shower. Manscaped invented skin-safe technology that won't nick or snag Mars or Uranus, which hurts like the dickens when Jupiter ascends. Order your Perfect Package 2.0 featuring all the right tools for the jewels and get 20% off plus free shipping and a free travel bag. Pop over to manscaped.com and enter promo code USA for 20% off plus free shipping and a free travel bag. Manscaped.com, promo code USA. That's manscaped.com, promo code USA. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt 
and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-957-6063. That's 800-957-6063. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. All right, welcome back here to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Just wrapping up uh, hour number one here on the show. And uh, hour number two, we're going to have power rankings, uh, a couple of segments of power rankings. Tiffany Stone dissect all the weekend's motorsport action. It had uh, some Formula Drift happening in the mix, as well as, uh, obviously, IndyCar and everything else going on. I know... Um, Man, we've got some uh, big events coming up. We'll get to that uh, shortly. But uh, make sure, if you haven't already, uh, you know, we're doing three shows a week here. Obviously, the national show you're listening to. We've also got the off-road edition. Drops on Wednesdays. Um, Same RSS feed as uh, the Down and Dirty Radio show. So... For you online listeners or you iTunes subscribers, uh, make sure and hit us up there uh, on uh, iTunes and you can grab that. And then, uh, you know, we've got Project Action that drops on Thursday. This uh, Anything Goes podcast. You never know what the hell is going to happen on that show. So make sure and check out uh, all three shows and check us out on the web, downanddirtyshow.com. Uh, Chris Leone always pumping out a bunch of content there. Um, you know, every single day we got all kinds of uh, articles and features and stuff like that from the world of motorsports dropping videos and just relevant content. So you never know what... Uh, what you're going to find on the website, and uh, give me a follow at Jim Beaver 15 on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Active on all three of them, and uh, you know, DM me if you got ideas, questions, guest suggestions, whatever things you like, things you don't like. Love hearing from you guys. So make sure and uh, you know, continue, uh, uh, keep pumping it, you know, pumping away, and um, you know, and, and let me know your opinions. You know, your opinions do dictate what we cover and what we do here on the show. So always like hearing from you guys. Uh, we are going to uh, take another short commercial break. We come back, hour number two, right here on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Thanks for tuning in to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, available live online in syndication on networks across the U.S. and available internationally on the American Forces Network. Uh, welcome back here to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor, kicking off hour number two. And uh, we get uh, got a lot of fun in store in hour number two, that is definitely for sure. We got uh, Power Rankings, Chris Leone. I uh, got Tiffany Stone on the line. We got a lot to talk about T Stone, too. Uh, it's, uh, uh, I think it's going to be a, a fun, fun interview today, uh, that's for sure. But uh, thank you guys for uh, for tuning into the show. You know, it's um, kind of that weird transition period. We got, uh, what, all the uh, all the summer motorsports. 
uh, all the winter motorsports. You know, it's like uh, Supercross wrapping up when that weird time before motocross outdoors starts up. Uh, you know, we've got IndyCar, you know, month of May starting. Uh, short course really just getting started this weekend. We go down to uh, Baja for uh, uh, for Lucas Oil. Uh, so, you know, a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, interesting, uh, you know, just storylines and stuff like that happening in motorsports right now. I do want to mention, though, our good friends at iRacing uh, just dropped a teaser that I voiced uh, this past week. Um, they are bringing Lucas Oil Short Course to iRacing. That is right. Lucas Oil Short Course is coming to iRacing uh, start of June. Uh, they got Wild West Motorsports Park as, uh, I guess, the first uh, the first track that they're going to unleash. I know they've got a, a plenty more in the plans. Uh, stoked to be, uh, you know, kind of a part of, uh, part of that. I think it's... Uh, uh, iRacing, man, it's taking the world by storm. You know, obviously we all know about esports, but iRacing kind of the leader, uh, you know, in uh, in motorsport esports and racing esports. And, you know, people making a living at this. And Red Bull invested, guys like Mitchell DeYoung, we've interviewed him on the show as a professional race car driver. Now he's moved to the esports space. Definitely need to catch back up with, with Mitchell. But, you know, uh, I think it's massive for the sport of off-road now to have a home on iRacing and uh, uh, very stoked to be a part of that. So check out the teaser, iRacing's website. Um, iRacing's Facebook, uh, they've got it posted there, I think, on their YouTube channel as well. Uh, we'll throw it up on our website uh, this week and on our social as well. Um, but just uh, something to If you are a, a motorsports fan, if you're a video game fan, if you're an off-road fan, Lucas Oil Short Course coming to iRacing, it's definitely a massive, massive deal. So uh, looking looking forward to that, definitely so. So, um, yeah, so, uh, you know, that's uh, one of the big breaking things. That actually dropped, I believe, this morning. So uh, check it out. I'm sure you guys haven't seen it yet. But uh, you can go iRacing and, uh, you know, on, uh, you know, with Lucas Oil Short Course. It's definitely, uh, definitely not uh, – uh, you know, definitely a time killer if there ever was one. So, yeah, we're going to take a short break. We come back. We got Power Rankings with Chris Leone right here on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. You want extreme performance, reliability, and the most fun you can have on four wheels? The Polaris Razor brings it to you. But you don't need to take my word for it. You can take theirs. I'm Tanner Faust, and I choose the Polaris Razor because it's the most fun you can have with a steering wheel. What's up? I'm Ronnie Renner, and I choose Polaris Razor because it's the sickest, most reliable side-by-side on the planet. What's up, everybody? Heavy D from Diesel Brothers. Listen, I'm on Team Razor because it's hands down the best piece of machinery on the planet. I'm RJ Anderson, and I choose Polaris Razor because it's the most fun, most capable machine. Action sports stars, TV personalities, and some of the best race car drivers in the world all choose Polaris Razor because it's the ultimate combination of power, suspension, agility, and fun. Find out more information on the web at PolarisRazor.com or follow at Polaris Razor on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and use the hashtag RazorLife to share your story. For 100 years, General Tire has provided tires for your lifestyle, your adventure, your anywhere. Born from competition, the Grabber Tire offers the durability and off-road traction you demand in a tire. We put these tires to the test in the harshest off-road racing conditions to give you a tire that will make your anywhere possible. So let us take you on your next big adventure. Tweet us photos at General Tire, hashtag anywhere is possible. Because with General Tire, anywhere is possible. 4WP is more than a store. We're truck and Jeep experts and have been for over 50 years. From wheel and tire upgrades to full custom builds, 4WP has you covered. Whether you want to order the best parts online or shop in-store, 
do the work yourself, or get it done by a pro, all roads lead to 4WP. Do your rig right. Shop online or find your store at 4WP.com. Looking to have some fun on four wheels? Dirtfish Rally School has you covered. Packing as much adrenaline and adventure as you can handle into high-performance all-wheel drive and rear-wheel drive Subaru rally cars is where the fun begins at Dirtfish. Just 30 minutes outside of Seattle and Snoqualmie, you'll get a chance to train up to three full days with some of the country's best instructors and be put through the high-octane rush of rally on mud, dirt, and tarmac. Get started today and call 425-888-7715 or visit us online at dirtfish.com and use code 911 for a 15% discount. Come to the island and rip it up this summer. Wakeboard Island. It's a skate park on water at Blue Water Resort and Casino. Check out the two-tower cable system that pulls you and your board over the water. No boats to watch out for. No fumes. Wakeboard Island is open to all skill levels with an open center section for beginners. And for trick riders, a double side kicker in a 60-foot flat box. Wakeboard Island. The best ride this side of the Rockies. Adjacent to the River's Edge Cantina at Blue Water Resort and Casino. On the Colorado River in Parker, Arizona. Thanks for tuning in to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, available live online in syndication on networks across the U.S. and available internationally on the American Forces Network. Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Racer, Jim Beaver, along with uh, Chris Leone, who was out at the uh, Indianapolis GP with me this past weekend. Uh, Welcome to the show, Chris. Uh, I know you and I both had some uh, crazy, crazy travel I don't know. I didn't even tell you my full thing. I ended up spending the night in Indy, um, and then I ended up in Detroit, and then I ended up uh, back in Phoenix at 10 a.m. on Sunday. So, yeah, it was uh, an eventful. Yours was eventful, and you and I were texting, and uh, about the time I woke up on Sunday to get uh, on my flight, you were still, like, driving home. Like, I don't know how our travel got so screwed up, dude. Yeah, Jim, it it was nuts. I mean... I didn't get to bed until 5.30 in the morning. I, you know, I just had to power through for the most part. By the time we finally took off at 2 in the morning, I mean, we just had all sorts of screwy things going on. You know, I know there were weather issues down in Charlotte. That's where I connected. And then, uh, you know, trying to head back up to Boston, I mean, we got delayed because there was just such a backup. We got our gate moved two terminals over. We finally get on the plane, they back out the plane, and then they say, oh, the uh, maintenance certificate's expired, so somebody's got to come over and do that. And then they couldn't get anybody for 45 minutes. So we just got teased hell with backing out, you know, and thinking we were ready to go and then having to pull back in. Uh, it was not a great experience. Um, I'll probably be shifting my airline loyalty, but I'm not going to say any names at this point. Uh, but, geez, what a... What a mess that was. You can't control the weather, but there are some things that you can control. And uh, we think one of them is offering things like water to people, and we didn't even get that. So, man, what a a disaster trying to get out of Indy for both of us. But uh, that doesn't take away from an amazing few days that we had there, obviously. Uh, A lot of interviews on this week's and next week's show um, with some of the sports top drivers. So, you know, we've got plenty to be excited about. We just had to go through hell and back to get home. Yeah. Well, the funny part about mine was it ended up not even being weather. So the real story was we had a plane. It was sitting there all along. We actually had a pilot and a co-pilot who uh, were in wherever the lounge is that the pilots and co-pilots hang out. We had everything. They didn't have flight attendants. They couldn't get flight attendants for like five hours. 
and um, they ended up finally call- canceling the flight because they couldn't get flight attendants. So um, it was weird. But in their defense, literally this morning, I got hit with a full refund uh, for my flight. So, like, I can't uh, – my bank account, literally, the money hit. So I'm like, how bad can you complain? They actually gave me my money back. Didn't even argue nothing, you know? So uh, I don't know. I – it was a bad weekend, but I'm like, eh, you know, I'll give them another shot. They treated me right, at least after the fact. Sounds like you didn't, but it, <laughs> they didn't treat you right. But uh, anyways, I don't know. We could we could talk airline horror stories all day long, but <laughs> the thing about this weekend was is there was some good racing across the board. I mean, IndyCar, phenomenal race. We'll get into that. Um, but power rankings, it was weird this week, Chris. I mean, there, there wasn't actually – I mean, NASCAR, Formula One – Formula Drift, IndyCar, but there wasn't like it wasn't a massive weekend. We didn't have NHRA, we didn't have you know any off-road series running, anything like that. But uh, there were still some really, really solid performances. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the only other thing other than what you named was uh, you know WRC was down in Chile, so we had we had some pretty uh, intense racing action motorsports going on in uh, on three different continents. So. It's kind of interesting because, I mean, you think of NASCAR, IndyCar, and F1 as kind of the big three for a lot of, you know, certainly pavement uh, motorsport fans here in America, and they were all in action, but, you know, we cover so much, we follow so much that for us it's a light weekend. For everybody else it might be a huge weekend, but for us, you know, we were able to just sort of focus on four or five series instead of nine or ten, you know. I mean, once we get past Indianapolis, that weekend after is just, you know, it is it is motorsport Christmas. Everybody is in action that weekend. So compared to that, I mean, this was easy to keep track of. I was able to watch everything, no problem. Yeah. Well, that being said, let's uh, let's roll into things, Chris. Who uh, who did you have at number five on your list? Well, Jim, I'm a fan of the underdog. Who isn't a fan of the underdog in motorsports? And uh, I got to show some love to Jack Harvey over at Meyer Shank Racing. Uh, Michael Shank had been working to get into IndyCar for years, finally teamed up with uh, Schmidt Peterson, you know, who are some friends of ours and have played a great race program. And they put Jack Harvey in the seat. Jack ran a few races last year. He's got more than half the season scheduled this year. And Jack just had a breakout weekend, made the uh, fast six for the first time, uh, had a great start to jump right into second. He was putting pressure on Scott Dixon for the lead. I mean, I'm kind of surprised that, uh, you know, it's Scott Dixon. Scott Dixon's always going to be a very hard driver to pass. But, you know, I'm surprised with how strong they were that I don't Jack really led any laps. But regardless, still got that first podium finish. Uh, you know, that's an incredibly strong performance. And more impressive, the fact he had never driven an Indy car in the wet before. So to be able to go get a podium, and do that in the rain. I mean, they, they've been talking on the broadcast about how Jack said, you know, I'm, I'm a pretty capable rain driver. And he absolutely proved it because if you go out and you get a podium in the rain in a car that you've never driven in the rain before, you're doing something. right. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree with you there. Um, and I've kind of in a roundabout way, got Jack Harvey on my list, but uh, we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. But, no arguments. Phenomenal performance by him. I think one of the big things that I love about IndyCar is uh, it's so competitive that a team like Meyer Shank that's part-time can come in, and uh, obviously they've got a good partner team there with uh, 
uh, SPM IndyCar, but you know, I think it's it says something where teams can come in and they can do the work and they can be competitive. You know, um, how many times have we seen a team in uh, Formula One come in and you know you just know you're just going to be a backmarker for the rest of whatever you know? And you know, Formula One's the weird anomaly, but even NASCAR, you know, it's hard if you're one of those teams that's a part time to come in and crack the top ten. And I think that's one thing that makes IndyCar so special is you've got a team like you know Shank that can and you know they've obviously got a capable driver there but uh you know it's one of the things i really really love about uh about indycar um but coming in at number five on my list um yes i'm going to the nascar world we had uh, brad kozlowski um who took the big win there at kansas kind of a surprise victory kind of out of nowhere um but took his third victory on the season which now moves him into the top five in points now granted i didn't get a chance to really watch that because i was stuck in the airport uh as this race was going on but uh i did read quite a bit on the performance i don't know if you were able to catch up uh on you know the end of the nascar race or anything like that but uh i don't know it was it was a heck of a performance by kozlowski um you know kind of a surprise victory third on the season he's got a lot of momentum right now uh moving him back into this points points race and uh had to have brad Kozlowski at number five on my list, Chris. Well, Jim, I'm going to stay in the NASCAR world for number four, but I'm actually picking the guy that he beat, Alex Bowman. I mean, we've talked about in the past how power rankings are primarily the past seven days, but if you've got momentum, then it's going to factor in. And Alex Bowman has been the bridesmaid three weeks in a row. I mean, he is just pounding on the door of a victory for Hendrick Motorsports. You know, it's great, I'm sure, for a lot of the longtime NASCAR fans to see the 88 back running towards the front. You know, obviously, when Dale Jr. retired, that was a big blow to the sport in terms of, you know, on-track personalities. But much as he hates the nickname, Bowman the Showman is pretty fitting for him because he's a real talented young driver. That first win is just around the corner, I think. And, you know, it's it's a bummer that it didn't happen for him this weekend in Kansas. Obviously, Keselowski got the best of him late in the race. But, you know, Alex Bowman is one of NASCAR's best bright young stars. And I think he's got some really big things ahead of him. I think that he is absolutely going to be a playoff driver this year. I'm not sure how far he's going to make it, but I think he and that team, you know, he and his team have some serious potential. The Chevrolets seem to be uh, turning it around a bit and catching up to the Fords and Toyotas. So, uh, you know, that I've got Bowman at number four because I see a lot of good things to come. And, you know, the past few weekends, he has been maybe the best driver on the circuit. He just doesn't have that win to show for it yet. Yeah, man, it tends to happen once in a while. Sometimes the hottest driver isn't necessarily getting the wins, but, you know, three second places in a row, that's sure going to keep you in the points race for sure. But uh, before we get to my number four, it is time for us to take a short commercial break. And when we return, we'll have the rest of Power Rankings right here on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today... Withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 
Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Where do you want to go on a vacation or honeymoon? The Caribbean, Europe, Hawaii, Mexico? How about Disney or a cruise? At Superior Cruise and Travel, we've got you covered. We'll assign you your own travel concierge. They'll help you design a custom vacation plan that you can't find online. And the service is completely free. You can't compare the value of this to any other online travel company. We can help you plan a custom vacation anywhere in the world. We even offer payment plans with no credit card required. Now you pay off your vacation on your time schedule. Call now and mention the promo code RADIO and save up to $500. Book your custom trip. Call Superior Cruise and Travel now and talk to one of the highest rated travel agencies in the country with a 5-star A-plus online rating. 800-570-9631-800-570-9631-800-570-9631. That's 800-570-9631. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Like what you hear? Catch all the back episodes of the Down and Dirty Radio Show on Apple Podcast, and be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Jim Beaver, Chris Leone here, uh, dissecting the weekend in motorsports. Um, we both uh, both got through our number five picks. We moved into number four. Chris has his number four pick in his power rankings, Alex Bowman. Um, second place winner at Kansas this weekend in NASCAR. Um, I am moving from my number four pick, and I'm I'm thinking Chris may have him just a little bit higher up on his list than I possibly do. It's just there were so many good performances this weekend. I've got Frederick Osbo, your Formula Drift winner, coming in at number four. Now Osbo, I would say you look at the past uh, half decade in Formula D, especially the past three to four years. Um, he's been one of the most dominant, if not the most dominant driver in FD. And obviously that doesn't factor into our power rankings, but I, I don't know what's going on at Papadakis. They're always one of the premier teams, um, but he's just, I, I don't know. He just hasn't been able to crack that win in, 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 in a while now. And it's weird because he went on a binge there where it was like Osbo every single weekend, but Osbo back in the winner's circle in Formula D uh, at Atlanta, which I will note, um, he had won at every single track on the Formula Drift calendar up until this weekend. He had never taken a victory at Atlanta, took the victory at Atlanta, uh, moves him into second points. He's smack dab right in that points chase now, and uh, he did 
beat in the final round, Ryan Turk, who's another good friend of mine. And, um, you know, that's where I was torn, Chris. Like, you've got Turk and you've got, you know, Osbo in the final round. Like, Turk hasn't won in quite a while either. It's like, man, you're torn. you got two of your friends in there doing battle. And, you know, it's just uh, it's interesting when that plays out. And if Turk would have won, he would have been in the same exact spot on my list as Frederick Osbo. Um, but i uh, got to give a li- big shout-out to Frederick Osbo for the big FD win. Yeah, absolutely, Jim. And I do have Frederick on my list, and we'll get to him on my end a little bit later. But uh, one of the reasons why it's so easy for me to do power rankings on Formula One, besides the fact that the winners seem to be more and more obvious this year every single weekend we go out, is the fact that we don't have friends to worry about in F1. And so putting Lewis Hamilton in at number three is a pretty easy task for me. Uh, Lewis and Valtteri Botas over at McLaren, I mean, Hamilton and Botas have been one to every single race this year for Mercedes. I say McLaren, I meant Mercedes. I'm I'm still tapped into ten years ago sometimes with racing, but, uh, say, you know. But Hamilton, say what? <laughs> yeah, McLaren, they haven't been relevant in a while. I'm a McLaren fan here, but just saying. I mean, we'll call a spade a spade here. I'm sorry. I'm excited about Fernando Alonso <laughs> coming back to Indy with McLaren. I've Andy obviously Bo. I've got that on my mind a little bit, but. You know, those cars aren't silver anymore. Um, so a little slip up there. But, yeah, Lewis at, uh, Hamilton at Mercedes, uh, third win of the season out in Spain. Um, you know, he's got the points lead. It's really going to be a battle between those two drivers. But one of the more interesting things that I've seen is I think we're getting back to the period of Mercedes dominance. Last year, uh, they had four one-two finishes between their drivers. And granted, part of that was because Botas had a pretty rough year. But now, to start the season, they are five for five on one or two podium sweeps. And, I mean, whether you like it, whether you hate it, whether it's got any entertainment value at all, that's impressive in any form of motorsport. And so I've got to give Hamilton my number three spot. You know, he's even admitted that it kind of gets a little boring when you don't have another team that's right up there competing with you. Hopefully, whether it's Ferrari or Red Bull, somebody gets it figured out and starts really taking the fight back to uh, the Mercedes team. But, you know, for the meantime, every time that they take a victory, they've basically got to be a constant on my power ranking list, unless it's just that much of a dud of a race. Yeah, well, and, you know, honestly, you're going to make my uh, number three very, very easy because I had Louis Hamilton at number three on my list as well. So for once, we are actually on the same page on something, Chris. Um, But, yeah, Louis (laughs) Hamilton, uh, you know, everything you said, I'm looking at my notes and literally word for word, you took the words right out of my out of my mouth. You went a little bit farther into things than I would have. But, yeah, third win of the year, points lead Spain. Uh, Spain victory this weekend. Um, you know, I, I, I think the big thing for me is is uh, all roads lead to Monaco. We're two weeks out from the Monaco Grand Prix, and uh, this is an event. Obviously, Louis Hamilton has won it before. It's you know basically the Indy 500 of Formula One. It's their biggest event of the year, and I love this one because the race kind of plays. I don't know. The qualifying is actually more important than the race in Monaco. And and for Formula One fans, they'll understand that. But I really love Monaco, but the track is so old. And, you know, it's, you know, there's just not a lot of passing room like there was, you know, years and years and decades ago when the cars were smaller and things like that. Like, I'm really excited about Monaco, mainly because I think Louis Hamilton has a chance to lose. 
<laughs> and you know, I think if uh, you know if Red Bull or Ferrari or, or some you know one of the other teams could put together a really really solid qualifying run and get up front somehow some way, um, I think we may actually see uh, this dominance that we've seen uh, this year. I think it, it you know I think there might be a chink in the armor. So I'm very very excited about Monaco, especially about qualifying to see how things play out. Now, if Louis Hamilton gets a pole in Monaco, it's game over for everybody. Um, but, uh, and I'm a Hamilton fan. I'm just saying like you, you want to see some competitiveness, just like you said, Hamilton has said, Hey, you know, I, I like, you know, having a competitive field. It's kind of boring to run away with things. So I don't know. I think Monaco is going to be a very, very interesting one this year, Chris. Oh, no doubt, Jim. And speaking of competitive fields, I told you we were coming back to Frederick Oslo and he's my number two, uh, the FD field. Now that, uh, Odie Bakchis got knocked off of the uh, top spot in Atlanta, it seems like the season's really going to start to break wide open. Uh, you know, you had Turk and you had James Dean, and I believe Michael Essa was the fourth driver in the final four. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but we started to get a little bit of uh, a little bit of turnover in the top few spots from Atlanta. Now that we're into the season, you know, with some of you know some of FD's more uh, prominent venues, I think that the top of the standings might get shaken up a little bit. Odie's got a pretty big lead right now, but yeah. Osbo is definitely within striking distance. And, you know, it's still early enough in the season that one bad run for anybody can really turn things over. But, you know, credit to Frederick Osbo. He is the winningest driver in FD history, and he's just extended that mark in Atlanta. Um, it's going to be really exciting to see him, Odie, you know, James Dean try to defend the title on and on and on. They're so evenly matched. And especially with FD being a judge sport, it is so hard to break out. So it'll be exciting to see how that season plays out. But yeah, I had Osbo. It was my number two. Yeah. Um, no arguments there. I think Osbo, you know, uh, I think we're both going to have the same number one and rightfully so. I think everything below that was kind of a toss up at this point. Um, but my, my number two, I'm going to, I'm going to do something in- interesting just because, you know, we talked about formula one, you know, we've talked about a lot of different things today and, and, you know, throughout the year, you know, in motorsport, but I'm going to put it number two. Um, mainly because of the amazing race we saw, IndyCar is number two. And the reason why is, is like, you know, you'd, you'd mentioned Jack Harvey and, and, you know, and what he did for Shank. And, uh, you know, we, we haven't even talked about the fourth place finish that Matthias Lees took for uh, A.J. Foyt, which is massive, massive for A.J. Foyt. Um, you know, to, to take that fourth place finish right off the podium. I mean, they like they said, they're like, this is a victory for our team, uh, you know. But, you know, the thing is, is when you've got guys like Harvey and Least who, uh, you know, and, and, you know, he qualified, I think, back in 21st and, and charged up to fourth. He was in for a podium spot. I got to put IndyCar as a whole because, you know, a lot of people go, oh, well, they're not as fast as Formula One. Like, Formula One's faster at Coda. Well, IndyCars aren't slow. They're ridiculously fast. But <laughs> – they, the competitiveness of IndyCar, where it's anybody's game, anybody can win on any given weekend. And if you're an 18th place car, and you you know you put together a good event, you have a shot at a top five and potentially a podium. Like to me, that's what makes IndyCar so special. I think that's why the ratings are going up, sponsors are getting involved. Um, you know, I, if you you know you can side by side. I don't care if you're European and you watch this show. 
And, you know, you, you want Formula One to be the premier motorsport. It is a premier motorsport. But you could watch the race at the Indy GP and the race at Barcelona side by side on your TVs. And I tell you what, your eyes are going to be focused on the IndyCar race because the Formula One race is just going to be so dang boring. So uh, I had IndyCar as a whole at number two on my list because they had an amazing event this weekend at the GP. Um, all right, Chris, moving into number one. We've got, uh, looks like, about two and a half minutes left. And uh, I think we're both uh, probably on the same page with this one. Who'd you have at number one? Yeah, I'm pretty sure we are, Jim. And, you know, it's funny that you mentioned earlier that we were on the same page for number three, and that never happened. But it happens a lot with us for number one, and it's because usually the driver who stands out the most over the weekend is just blatantly obvious. And we have to go into the Team Penske camp. I think we have to give it to Simon Pagenaud for that remarkable drive that he had uh, you know, to win the IndyCar Grand Prix for the third time. He and Will Power are still the only drivers in six years who have ever won that race. And they've, they've divided them evenly, three and three. Um, and the most impressive thing to me about the way the Paginode drove that race is the fact that he made all of those passes at the end with absolutely no push to pass. Exactly. It was, I mean, that's incredible. Incredible. That's what and the fact that he, yeah, he's tracking down Scott Dixon like that—that's yeah. unreal. Yeah, you and don't you don't outdrive Scott Dixon. You know, you, that's just one thing. You don't outdrive Scott Dixon. That's a given. Nobody can outdrive Scott Dixon. But yet, we saw Pagano outdrive Scott Dixon. Like, I was like, what are we watching here? Dixon does not get past. Hey, I mean, the, here's the one thing to remember: Pagano was a sports car driver for quite a while. I mean, he ran. Lamar prototypes with Peugeot and, you know, driving those cars, you get pretty darn good in the ring, you know? And I mean, my understanding is that Peugeot put their drivers through a lot of rain training. And so a guy like that is always going to excel in the wet, but I mean, watching Pagano drive like that. I mean, I was a little young to be able to watch a guy like uh, Ayrton Senna, you know, drive in the rain, but you've heard stories, you know, you see clips, you may not have seen it as it was happening you know, in real time, but, you know, you hear the stories about it, you see things like that. I mean, Paginode's drive in the wet this weekend is one of those rain drives that I'm going to remember for the rest of my life. Yeah, no arguments by me on that for sure, buddy. But uh, we're going to take a short commercial break, and when we return here to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor, Tiffany Stone's on the line. We all have those home projects we'd like to get to before summertime, but there's always something that gets in the way. For a lot of people... They worry about overpaying for their home projects, and how can you be sure you're getting a fair price? That's where HomeAdvisor can help. HomeAdvisor's True Cost Guide shows what others paid for similar projects so you know you're getting a fair price. HomeAdvisor can even help you find the right pro for your job, whether it's a leaky faucet or a major remodel. Just tell them what you need, and they'll match you with top-rated pros who can do the job and are available to do the work. You can read customer reviews, Request quotes, book appointments, and it's free to use. Home Advisor makes it easy, so don't wait. Get those projects done before the busy season hits so you can relax this summer. To find the right pro at a fair price, just ask Home Advisor. Go to homeadvisor.com or download the free app today. We had just done our taxes, and it was depressing. I mean, we earn good money, but we're always behind in bills. So we met with this financial advisor who found two huge problems, unplanned expenses like home repairs and medical bills and credit cards. 
with crazy high interest rates. Anyway, he graphed out a brilliant strategy. If we could get a favorable fixed rate personal loan, we could pay off all our bills and credit cards and still have cash at the end of the month for emergencies and a summer vacation. He suggested bestegg.com for their rates and because consumers rated Best Egg 4.8 out of 5 stars on Consumer Affairs. The online loan app took about a minute and it didn't affect our credit score. We got our personal loan, paid off credit card bills, and lowered our monthly payment. So we bank the money we save. When it's time to pay off debt and get ahead, visit bestegg.com slash money. Funds can be deposited in as little as one business day. Bestegg.com slash money. Bestegg.com slash money. Subject to credit approval. Actual rates, fees, and approval times will vary. At Indeed, we understand that when it comes to hiring, it's important to have a large talent pool to choose from. But sometimes too many good options can be overwhelming. That's why Indeed doesn't just give you access to a large pool of job seekers. We also offer screener tools that let you instantly narrow down your search. Hone in on hiring with Indeed. Experience Indeed for yourself today and get a free sponsored job upgrade on your first posting at Indeed.com slash promo. Terms and conditions apply. For professional staffing, there's only one name you need to know. Robert Half. Robert Half custom matches our candidates to your specific hiring requirements by combining personalized service from local staffing experts with an advanced matching technology based on 70 years of successful placements. For highly skilled accounting, finance, IT, legal, marketing, or administrative staffing, count on Robert Half. We'll find you productive, engaged employees. Learn more at roberthalf.com slash radio. Like what you hear? Catch all the back episodes of the Down and Dirty Radio Show on Apple Podcast, and be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Jim Beaver, along with Tiffany Stone here. Um, just, uh, I don't know, got uh, another one of our segments. I don't know, I was Mr. Excitement this weekend. T-Stone, you were just uh, kind of parked on the couch at home, right? Pretty much. I went up to the lake, uh, got some stuff ready for the summer, you know, it's just getting everything cleaned up. And honestly, I kind of just chilled and did nothing. I have three weekends off. So, you know, just as much as anybody else, when you have those weekends off, you kind of hold them near and dear to your heart. And you're like, I kind of want to do something, but I honestly don't want to move. Yeah. And so that's kind of what I did this past weekend. Well, it feels like like if you're like me, you're at home and it's a weekend, you have absolutely nothing to like don't get me wrong, we always have something to do, but if you're not like at a race or an event or something like that, it's like something like I don't know, it's like I I'm I it's off in my world. It's like it's like whoa, what what's going on here? Like it's so weird like when you're home on a weekend, it's like, okay, now what did I used to do? Like I I can't remember. So what were my hobbies? Exactly. And so that was the case. And of course yesterday was mother's day and stuff so i went to dim sum with my mom and like i finally posted about her today and, and like i don't know if that's a good sign or a bad sign it's like oh, i was enjoying time hanging out with my mom that i didn't even post about her but then you get everybody who's on you know social media and they're like you're so insensitive you didn't post about your mother i'm like i was with her the most of the day like i think she knows i love her and i care about her and she doesn't even have instagram or social media so how's she gonna see this <laughs> Well, you know, and it's funny, too, because like me, you know, we travel and like, 
you're like me. Like we have some of the most amazing people we call friends. People other people would say are celebrities and this and that. You know, and like I'm with these people a lot. And you know what? Like my social media doesn't reflect that because, like, here's these people that I'm you know I'm friends with, and they're like influencers. You know, I guess I ought to be like, hey, let's take a selfie together, snap, snap. You know, so I can throw it up on the gram. Like, I guess I would probably get more followers that way. But to me, it's like, oh, these people are my friends. I don't want to make it awkward. And, and to be honest with you, I don't even think about that. So I get it. Like with your mom. You're just like, oh, I'm having a good time and I'm enjoying the moment. Let's not ruin it with social media. Exactly. And so it's just, you know, it's a catch 22 because everybody's always like, well, well, how come you don't? It's just like, so am I posting it for you? Or because, like I said, my mom doesn't have social media. How is she going to see any any of this? Yeah, that's funny. I love your pictures of your mom, though, because, like, she's just. Like, I can tell, like, she's, I, I don't know, like, me looking in, I'm like, I bet she's a firecracker. She's probably, like, very, like, calm and collected, but I bet she's got some spice to her, right? She is. I mean, I am half Asian. My mom is from Thailand. Do not, do not. We are all ninjas deep down inside. We will just, just karate chop you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> not at all. No, my mom, she's, she's awesome. Like, the older that I get, you know, when you're like 18, early 20s, you're like, oh, I don't want to be like my parents. But then like when you grow up and you become our age, you're kind of like, oh, okay, well, I do understand why I do this. And now I get why I'm so frustrated with, you know, little things my mom does because I do the same exact thing. <laughs> right. It is funny the way things like, and I've had people say that about me and my dad, you know, as they get older and everything, they're like, man, you're just like your dad. I'm like, like now, you know, at one point you would have been like, hell no. You know what I mean? Like, what are you talking about? I'm not like my dad. Now, like certain things when they say that, I'm like, I take that as a compliment. You know what I mean? Like I, you know, so it's like things like that. It comes full circle, you know? Exactly. So um, that's why I'm like, all right, you want to tell me I'm, I'm like my mom? I will take that as a compliment because my mom is a badass. So. And it's always so funny because, you know, if you've met me, I'm I'm pretty tall for a female. I'm like five eight. Uh, my dad is six one six two, but my mom is literally five foot, maybe maybe four eleven. <laughs> I'm not too sure, but she is a tiny person. And also, if you've seen my Jeep in person, you also know it's lifted and it's on it's on baby thirty five. So I can't imagine how difficult it's going to be for her, either when I move up to the thirty sevens or the thirty nines or even push it to forties. She's going to have like the hardest time to get in there, and like some guy was like, I think she needs a step stool. And I was like, I think she does. <laughs> You're going to have to buy like an old beater, like Ford Focus or something like that. And like, just like one that's got like 300,000 miles on it and just keep it parked. But when you have to take your mom somewhere, you roll out in the Focus or something, you know? Well, I have my 300. So my uh. 300's lowered. <laughs> I don't know. Like my spectrum on car vehicles, because like I grew up in Michigan. Okay. So I grew up in Metro Detroit, but where I like kind of went to high school, it, we had dirt roads when I was growing up. Okay. So that kind of tells you I'm kind of country in that aspect and, you know, miles, farms everywhere. I grew up on five acres, you know, we had a barn, all this other stuff. And then, then I have another part of me that lives so close to Metro Detroit that I have like this little hood side to me. So it's like my, I have like a lifted Jeep and then a lowered Chrysler 300 on twenties. That's all blacked out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, you're like, you're completely, I don't know. What, what do they call that with multiple personalities? Like, Oh, which T-stone are we going to get today? 
Schizophrenia. Yeah. I'm schizophrenic. Vehicle schizophrenia. Yeah, exactly. So, no, it was funny. Um, not funny. It sucked at the time. But I uh, went to the Indy GP, spent a couple days in Indianapolis, and then it was supposed to fly out Saturday evening, uh, get to the get to the airport, like, right on time. And um, they go, oh, your plane's delayed by 15 minutes. I'm like, ah, oh, big deal, 15 minutes, right? Five hours yeah. later, we're sitting at the airport, and uh, or I'm sitting at the airport, um, probably got a little bit of a buzz by then because what do you do in the airport when you're there for five hours? You go and drink. Um, and uh, they, the pilot's there, the co-pilot's there, and the plane is there. And it's been sitting there for like five hours. And they finally they cancel the flight, and all of us are going, we're looking at the plane, we're looking at the pilot, what's going on? Well, come to find out, they had a uh, flight attendant shortage. So, uh, yeah, there was no stewardesses, so they had to cancel our flight because of that. And then they go, oh, yeah, by the way, um, since we've waited six hours to cancel this flight, we can't get you out Sunday. Um, we're going to have to get you guys out on Monday. And I'm like, so now Mother's Day, everything's just shot. We get to spend in the airport. I'm like, new. So I go, and um, that was American. So I go to Delta's website, start looking, and they had a flight like 6 a.m. to Detroit, and then I had a layover for quite a while in Detroit and everything else. I'm like, man, if this just would have worked out right, I just would have taken a flight to Detroit on Saturday, would have went and bought T-Stone dinner, and we could have hung out, and then Sunday flown to Phoenix or something. I was like, totally screwed up, but wasn't planning on the travel shenanigans either. So. <laughs> But part of me was like, all I have to do is make it to Detroit, and then I know I got a friend there at least, you know? Well, and that's a good thing about, like you're saying, about traveling all over. You have friends in all the most random places. Like, if I wanted to go to Green Bay, I could probably hang out with the Greens there. You know, if I wanted to go to the northern UP, I could hang out with the Climbins there and stuff. And it's just, like, the cool thing that you learn from hanging out or working or traveling and stuff. And I don't know, it's kind of fun, but... I've been on flights before where they haven't had a flight attendant. And I'm like, okay, I've literally been on a flight before though, Jim delayed for three hours because the overhead bin would not shut. Yeah. So I've seen that. They literally before. had to call somebody to come do that. And then they just finally taped it. I'm like, why don't we just take this to begin with? Yeah. Well, it was like, yeah, it was like, well, it was crazy. It was like all the flight attendants. So I guess they were flying from like Boston to Charlotte, Charlotte, to Indy and then they were going to uh, fly from Indy to Phoenix and the thing was is the flight attendants weren't actually active on those other flights they were just trying to get them to Indy and I guess the flights got I was just like it was complete like I don't know it it was their logistics whoever did the logistics on that one should have been fired it was not good but <laughs> you are fired yeah, so, yeah, that was uh, my weekend. But NDGP was solid. I know, uh, yeah, it's funny because we're in that stretch now. So, I'm, you know, I saw the, you know, them at Indy, but I know even talking with the drivers they're in this crazy stretch where I know they go to your neck of the woods, Detroit GP, here in a couple of weeks right after Indy 500 for that double. And uh, it's funny because everybody's like, the drivers all look forward to that. They don't look forward to this stretch they're on where it's like race after race after race. But it's funny because, like, multiple drivers, like, were excited to go to Detroit. And we're talking Indy 500, and they're already – kind of talking about the Detroit GP. I thought that was kind of interesting. Uh, it is. It's kind of something different, especially because they do the duel in Detroit. So that's something that's a little bit different. And what's kind of unique about it is you get to see two race weekends in one, and it's on a road course, but we're technically on an island. The road is not like the pavement, obviously, is not the best of the best. So it's a little bit different. You have to have a lot of like body strength to keep those vehicles like because, you know, you're I, Jim, I wish you would have just called me because then I could have taken you to Belle Isle and you could have seen everything. But 
it's kind of cool. It's different. And then there's so much hype for the Indy 500. But I also think that once they get to the Detroit Grand Prix, that they know Indy 500 is over, the, the duel's over. There's nothing more that you can do. And then you just continue about your season. Yeah, well, and it's what's weird. Like, everything with IndyCar, like, comes to complete pause in the month of May. Like, and they have the GP at Indy, which I was at, and the drivers are kind of almost not even thinking about that. They're thinking about the next two weeks of qualifying weekend and Indy 500. Like, literally, it's, like, the biggest Super Bowl of the year, and it smack dab. Like, NASCAR has theirs to start the year, you know? Like, most series have it, like, at one end or the other, you know? It's like IndyCar. It's like, no, we're going to throw the big one right smack in the middle. You know, off-road, Baja 1000, it's the end of the year. Crandon, it's the end of the year. Like, Indy car is the weird one where the biggest race of the year is right in the middle you know so it's like you're thinking about points but they're also thinking about this big epic win and i think that's one thing that's kind of wild about indy cars just the way that kind of all lays out and plays that plays out you know no and yeah i guess i never really kind of thought about it in that aspect but you're right nascar starts off with the clash in the 500 right in the beginning of the season you know even towards the end of nascar they have the chase and so it's I guess that is kind of cool since you have such a big sanctioning body and such a huge following that they're like, you know what, we're going to see who the best of the best is midway. But then that, I guess that kind of helps you out too, because you can kind of work and see what you need to change and see where you fall for points. But then going to like NHRA, like since you're just an indie, their Super Bowl of um, drag racing is during uh, Labor Day weekend, so that's still in the like towards the the end of their the, the end of the season because they end in November. But so you have September, and that's kind of where they start restacking everything, and then they wipe away the points, and then they start the points again. So it's kind of cool to see it in that aspect as well. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So uh, what's I know you got a couple of uh, weeks off, and then uh, what's what's next for you on the uh, on the agenda? Uh. I go at the end of the month to ARA, so we're going to Portland for the Oregon Trail, or Oregon Trail, Oregon Trail Rally, which I'm kind of cool and excited about since it's a three-day race. We start in um, Oregon, go to Washington, finish off in Oregon, so that's kind of cool. And then going to Crandon for you know the spring run, and then back to ARA at the end of the month. So that's kind of what June entails for me. Yeah, you. Uh, I don't know. I'm pretty busy too. I know I got to go to Charlotte. Uh for ARCA race and Coke 600. And then, uh, yeah. And then, uh, I've got this Cranon. I've got, uh, Lucas in Missouri. I don't know. Pretty, uh, pretty packed few weeks too. I think there's one other event I forgot about thrown in there too. Plus the wedding I got to go to. So geez, we're, uh, I don't know. Should be a fun stretch for us. T stone. I know I'm excited. And I was just about to say, you get to get dressed up. You're going to like be in a suit. Yeah, it was weird. I've actually got a few suits now. Um, I, like I, I, last year, I, there was a week. There was like three weeks in a row where I was in a suit for like events and like hosting like formal gigs for uh, for motorsports and stuff like that. And so, like, yeah, now I've actually got this whole suit collection. But I'm one of those weird guys. Like, I wear them so rarely. I actually look forward to putting on a suit once in a while. You know, it's like I get to play dress up. If that makes any sense. Not that guys like to play dress up, but sometimes fun to get out of the jeans and the hoodie and like actually dress nice. You know. Oh my goodness! Yes, I do, Jim. I think I think I have an idea for Fall Crandon. Why don't we like? Why don't I wish we could go to a banquet or something like that? Or maybe we could just dress up really nice and do our live live show. I'll dress up just so we can get dressed up. Or maybe Crandon should hold like a fall prom or something. Oh God! Or homecoming. Right. <gasps> that what if Crandon did a homecoming dance? Oh my gosh! <laughs> 
I think that would be you'd have to be like a redneck homecoming or something be like you and i like you know the better thing would be is like you get in your like full-on ball gown i get in a tuxedo and then we go literally to the middle of jurassic park to like the naked slip and slide and do like a live show from there and like we're formal and then everybody else is like naked going down the slipping slide (laughs) i think it'd be hilarious we could just commentate from there and do our own live stream show. Yeah. All right, welcome to the live XXX rated version of the Down and Dirty show. Things are about to get down and a little bit dirty. Yeah. Jim, look at. <laughs> and we'll be back after this on the Down and Dirty radio show, powered by Polaris Razor. Guys, you manscape, right? You know, tidy up below the belt, trim the Yeti. Every guy knows the trees dance taller when the shrubs are trimmed. And 9 out of 10 women said that they prefer their men manscaped. But you got to use the right tools for the jewels or you look like you clear cut the forest with a machete. And nicks and cuts are the last thing the twins down south need. Pop over to my buds at manscaped.com and check out their perfect package 2.0 featuring the lawnmower, which is the perfect tool for below the waist grooming. And it's rechargeable and waterproof so you can use it in the shower. Manscaped invented skin-safe technology that won't nick or snag Mars or Uranus, which hurts like the dickens when Jupiter ascends. Order your Perfect Package 2.0 featuring all the right tools for the jewels and get 20% off plus free shipping and a free travel bag. Pop over to Manscaped.com and enter promo code USA for 20% off plus free shipping and a free travel bag. Manscaped.com, promo code USA. That's Manscaped.com, promo code USA. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-957-6063. That's 800-957-6063. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. Thanks for tuning in to the Down and Dirty Radio Show. Available live online, in syndication on networks across the U.S., and available internationally 
on the American Forces Network. All right, man. Uh, well, welcome back here to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Uh, went a little bit long in that segment with Tiffany Stone, but uh, I don't know. Always fun uh, hatching these uh, adventure plans. Um, but anyways, yeah, thanks to Chris Leone, uh, Sebastian Bourdais, Colton Herta, James Hinchcliffe, uh, all the IndyCar teams. Uh, um, Liz there at uh, Harding Steinbrenner. Um, everybody there at uh, you know at uh, Sullivan Motorsports, Dale Coyne, Sebastian Bourdais, obviously uh, Schmidt Peterson Motorsports, uh, just everybody that helped uh, put the next two episodes of the show together. Uh, thank you, thank you so so much. Um, you know my IndyCar family always goes to bat for me, and uh, you know and, and the show. And, uh, you know, and we get a lot of you wonder, how come I cover so much IndyCar? Or how come we've started covering so much? It's because they've kind of invested in the show, man, just with their time and efforts and things like that. So uh, always just uh, fun catching up with them. Uh, good luck to everybody qualifying. I know, uh, man, it's it's been wild so far. Just practices there at Indianapolis Motor Speedway already, you know, times are crazy i think we're gonna crack 230 uh by the time qualifying actually rolls around this weekend so gonna be interesting uh to watch and see what happens uh so uh yeah please um Make sure follow us on uh, social media. It's at Jim Beaver 15 on all forms of social media. Then we've also got the show account on Instagram at Down and Dirty Show. Check out Project Action this Thursday, the full of parts Down and Dirty Show off-road edition on Wednesday. Obviously, rate, review, subscribe on iTunes to uh, all of the shows. Uh, and if you're looking for a discount at Dirtfish, it's JB Dirtfish. If you're looking for a MyMedic.com discount, it is Jim Beaver. And a big thanks to Polaris Razor General Tire four-wheel parts, MyMedic, Vision Wheel, Gibson Exhaust, Dirtfish, Impact, MotoShield Pro, Blue Water Resort and Casino, and everybody that uh, helps make this show happen. All right, hope you guys have a great week, and we'll see you next time right here on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor.